Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Monday, August the 8th of the 19th week of the year. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 10, verses 12 through 22. Deuteronomy 10, verses 12 through 22. And for the past several weeks, we have been going back and forth between the book of Exodus, the book of Numbers, and also Deuteronomy. This, uh, these books form what is known as the Pentateuch, five. The first five books of the Old Testament, also referred to as the book of Moses, and the law, the books of the law. This is the time that deals fundamentally with the time of slavery and bondage in Egypt, the Lord's deliverance through the Red Sea, and the beginning journey to the promised land that the Lord will give. We remember that from Abraham through Isaac and Jacob, the great patriarchs, the great founding fathers, if you will, that the Lord has promised that the Lord would give them a land flowing with milk and honey, that their descendants would be as numerous as the stars, and that the Lord would walk before them and defend them against all enemies. The Lord's hand would be on them and above them, and that the Lord would lift up leaders to guide the people, so that they remain faithful to the covenant. They entered into that covenant relationship with the Lord, not a contract, not a you do this, I do that, but a deeper relationship, a personal relationship, in which of all the people on the face of the earth at that time, the Lord chose a people for his own through Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the Israelites. And the Lord, in that relationship, it's not specifically do this, do that, although those elements are there, but it is beyond that. It's not simply a duty. It's not simply a, an external obligation. It requires more than that. Does it require behavior? Of course it does. There are commandments, there are regulations, but they flow from inside, in a spirit, in a heart. That is, one not simply has to do it, but one wants to do it. We know the difference in our own lives when someone asks us to do something, and we do it simply because we have to, or out of a dry sense of duty we clearly indicate that we would prefer not to. It's uh, an inconvenience. It's a burden to us. And so we grimly, begrudgingly perform the particular task or favor that the person has asked of us. And then there are those times in which we respond for gladly. Uh, we are eager to please the other, 
for no other reason, not for what they may do for us, not for what gain we may receive, but for the mere fact that we want out of friendship, out of love, what have you. We want. We want to keep that relationship going and to deepen that relationship by extending ourselves. That's a covenant relationship. And it's not uh, laid out to the exact, you do this, I do that. It's an open-ended one in the sense that life is open-ended. We don't know what's going to happen today. We don't know what we may need, or we don't know what uh, request we may get from a family member, a friend, an associate, a neighbor, maybe even a stranger. Maybe even a stranger that contains the hidden presence of Christ. But we respond. We respond from a generous heart, a willing spirit to do good for others in the name of Christ, as Christ has done good for us, suffering and dying on the cross and taking away our sins. We know the difference between a covenant and a contract. Covenant is something deeper. And so when I'm reading uh, this morning from the book of Deuteronomy, Moses says to the people, they're all gathered together, Moses says, now Israel, what does the Lord your God ask of you? Ask of you. But to honor, praise, and give glory to God. Follow his ways exactly. Love and serve the Lord. Notice, you're following out of love, out of service, out of a willingness to your God. With all your heart, all your soul, to keep the commandments and statutes of the Lord, which I enjoin on you today for your own good. The statutes, the commandments, the ordinances of the Lord are not given to punish, not given to be a burden. They are given for the good of us, to guide us in that which truly brings human flourishing, human well-being. It allows us to pursue happiness here on earth so that when the Lord calls us at the end of our earthly pilgrimage, we may know blessedness, that is, eternal life in the presence of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the one true and only living God. And the Lord has given this, uh, Moses tells them, out of love. Out of love, he chose you. You are the descendants of the fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But he didn't just give it to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to all their descendants down through the ages. And when they rebel, as we have seen, worship false gods, disobey, the Lord, the Lord's punishment is really a sign of hope and of mercy. 
because the Lord is punishing them not simply for vengeance or retribution or to show who's boss. He's doing it out of love. As a parent disciplines a child out of love. For without that, the child may grow up into an adult and lead a very dangerous, miserable, and short life, as we know tragically too often happens. And so this this covenant, this covenant in the commandments, a covenant commandment, Moses says, circumcise your hearts, therefore, and be no longer stiff-necked. Circumcise your hearts. In other words, take the hardness of your heart, the stiffness of your neck, the closing of your ears and your eyes, and have them opened, have them cleaned, pruned, so that you may truly see God's presence among you and within you and God's love for you. That's for us as well, isn't it? To remove all that is not God, all that blinds us, all that closes our hearts, our cold, marble, and steel-encased hearts, and opens them to respond to the sacred heart of Jesus, the very heart of God's love made visible. And the Lord asks us to respond in love to the love that he first showed us. So let us this day do all that the Lord asks of us, not hesitantly, not grudgingly, not, not in a dreary spirit. But let us ask the Holy Spirit to dwell within us, to renew us and strengthen us and fill us with great joy that the Lord has granted us this favor, the favor that we are his people, baptized, renewed and healed and forgiven. And let us live this day to the glory of God, by generously being vessels of God's love to all who may need us this day. God bless you.